Hello, I'm Joy Thorbjornsson Coates, today's host, and welcome to Small Fish Radio Theater and Thuspinarium's 2020 Virtually Short Play Festival. Because, well, it's short and recorded virtually in a single track. We'll be putting up a virtually short play every Sunday from now until right before the holidays. Today's play asks the age-old question, can a woman obsessed with right angles and a man who eats them find a connection in the magazine section of the library? Here's Incubation Period by Trina Kakasik. Once upon an afternoon, two people happened to show up at the public library. We have Lucy here, arranging sticky notes, paper, books, pencils, and a pack of tissue at exact right angles on the table. She sets a small pump bottle of hand sanitizer close by, and then carefully and tenderly lines up three tiny origami paper cranes. Every so often, she moves a hair clip in her hair from one side to another. And look who else is here today. It's Lester. Ooh, what a terrible cold. He performs his usual ritual of choosing a newspaper on a pole. As he sets his paper on Lucy's table in the only empty spot. Excuse me. Lucy makes room, barely. What's this? Lester is taking a small Ziploc bag from his coat. It's full of batteries. He sneezes into both hands, flattens his hair with them. Oh, my word. Lucy cleans the table. While Lester wipes his nose on his sleeve and turns a page loudly, Lucy moves her hair clip from one side to the other. Les flips another page briskly, tears a small corner off the paper, and Lucy watches as he eats the paper. Two more pages, flips, tear, eat. I've been to the doctor. It's just a cold. Kleenex. Uh, If you change your mind, it's right here. I have a granola bar. I'm very happy for you. What are you studying? The history of the balalaika. That's that uh, Russian guitar shaped like a triangle, isn't it? I need to get this information if you don't mind. Sounds like you've got the same bug I got with all that throat clearing. I am not clearing my throat because I have a bug. I am clearing my throat to encourage you to keep your germs to yourself. But if you continue to sneeze, I will probably catch your bug. Think so? It's inevitable. Lucky I brought an extra bottle of hand sanitizer. Oh, can I use some? Oh, no, 
you're contaminating my hand sanitizer. How can you contaminate something antibacterial? Mm-hmm. Is that really necessary? What? Eating the paper. I'm not eating it. I don't see you spitting it out. I'm tasting it. To be eating it, I'd have to consume at least a page. It can't be sanitary. Do you have to do it here? Absolutely. This is where the largest selection is. You could always find another table. I was here first. Hmm. A pinch of leftover cigar smoke. Hair gel. No. (laughs) There won't be any square corners left for other people. You know, if you had two hair clips, you could stop moving that one to the other side. If I had more than one hair clip, I'd have to alternate them. To equalize the pressure in your head? Yes. That is precisely why. Hmm. So, uh, is that a Japanese paper? You read Japanese? (laughs) Great. Just perfect. Do you mind? Some of us are trying to concentrate on our Japanese. In 24 hours, I'll catch whatever it is you are spewing. 24 hours, precisely. The incubation period for most common airborne diseases, excluding chickenpox, but including the cold, is three days. But I am extra sensitive. So 24 hours and it's all over for me. The common cold is a realm, like headaches and bad hair days, binding all races and religions together, making us aware of the singularity of humanity. No one is exempt. Thus the adjective common. (laughs) It's probably the reason our various and sundry gods won't let us find a cure. You are crazy. I taste the paper to commune with a race that is human. Or you could say I taste the paper because I'm weird. More likely. Same thing, to truly commune with others and to acknowledge weirdness. Can't have one without the other. Gotta open yourself up. Like mother always said, life is like a huge beast you got to climb on its back and ride. Your mother didn't say that. It's in a book. Yatha probably heard it from my mother. Suddenly, Les's leg begins to bounce nervously, shaking the whole table. He removes a battery from his Ziploc bag, rubs it between his thumb and forefinger, and the leg stops bouncing. What are these little birds? Can I have one? No! No, put that down! Les steals and sucks on one of her cranes. Mm -hmm. Oh my god! Oh, don't worry, don't worry. I won't let him eat any more of you. I'll make another brother right away. Lucy frantically folds another paper crane and lines it up with the others. In the meantime, when he is satisfied, Les pulls the paper crane from his mouth 
and puts it back in the pile. Lucy blows the soiled paper crane off the table. <sighs> there, all clean. What are you staring at? You had nothing for breakfast. So? Let me be more specific. The last thing you ate was microwave popcorn with butter, which is what leads me to believe you had no breakfast this morning because we all know popcorn makes one very full. So you woke up full of popcorn and you skipped breakfast because someone like you would probably skip breakfast before eating something out of sync with the time of the day. How did you do that? I mean, how can you tell me what I ate and why I ate it? Afraid to get on the beast and ride. Our atmosphere is an avalanche of microscopic particles molecules fell off your fingers onto the paper. You can taste molecules. Okay, you were insane. Whatever, Miss Hairclip Switcher. But from weirdness arises brilliance. The inventor of the balaika, for instance. For your information, the inventor of the balalaika never ate paper. Ever tasted a Japanese tabloid? A delicacy. Rice. Wonton. Smidge of garlic. And a nice blend of yin-yang. Look, it's even got a right angle. Don't you eat food? Certainly. But food sustains only the body. Other things sustain the soul. Other things? You mean you eat things besides paper? Taste things, madam. Taste. Thread. Use thread. Acquiring thread is more complicated. If you can't find it lying around, you have to take it from other persons. Once you've done your own wardrobe, you've done it. Know what I mean? I collect. What? Thread. You don't say. You can't leave it lying around. Looks messy and, and then can't throw it away either because, well, it looks so pretty all tangled together. Like thoughts all weaving in and out. Tentatively, Les sets one of his batteries before her. Bet you're wondering about these here batteries I've been playing with. You see, I was afraid of the dark when I was young. After everyone was in bed, I'd turn on my lights, and Daddy would come in screaming about me being lily-livered and shut them off. So my mom gave me a flashlight of my own for under the covers, and she gave me batteries. Every week, new batteries. It was our secret. And she got really sick. I knew something bad was gonna happen because she gave me so many batteries, hundreds. After a while, 
The battery started to die, and she wasn't coming home. And I couldn't ask Daddy for more because he would know our secret. In the dark, stopped mattering. I didn't want all the batteries to run out, and I thought if I kept them alive, she would. So here they are, some of them anyway. I don't take them all out with me. Lots more at home. Comforts me to have batteries waiting at home. Understand? Yes. Always good to have things waiting at home. It's been a few minutes. May I switch your hair clip for you? Oh, I can manage. Thank you. Lucy switches the clip in her hair and plays with her paper cranes. Can I have another one of those? Well, then I'd only have two. Uh, Well, suppose I could make another. Why? No reason. Lucy lines them up and carefully chooses a paper crane to give him. Edo. She checks her watch and packs tidily. Where are you going? Class. Live a little. Be late. Oh, oh no. It would go on my permanent record. Besides, if I'm going to eat, I I have to do it now because, well... You have to eat on the hour. You can't eat on the quarter hour or the half. Of course not. You didn't finish your work. I'll come back Thursday. Come tomorrow. Tomorrow is better. Too many weirdos on Thursdays anyway. Then we'll see if you caught my cold. (laughs) (laughs) I'll think about it. Hey, thanks for the birds. Crane. It's a crane. Would you... Never mind. Would I what? Lucy digs into her bag and pulls out a Ziploc bag of blue pieces of thread. She holds it out to him. I, I couldn't possibly. I have a lot more at home and plenty of blue. Blue is the most zen-like of the thread tones. What I really like is red. Do you have a lot of red? Oh, yes. Maybe I'll... Bring some. If you do, I'll trade you this. Les holds out a battery. She wants to take it so badly, but she knows it's dirty. So she offers him a sanitizing wipe. He cleans the battery and gives it to her. She accepts. Tomorrow? Tomorrow. Les operates the paper crane, glances around, and pops it into his mouth. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed Incubation Period, which featured Sharon Phillips as Lucy, Stan Winiarski as Les, and Mark Cater. Until next week.